Hello and good morning. This is your Hilda. Hilda from Hilda's Shoulder. Hilda, as you know if you've been listening, is a podcaster. She's a storyteller. She's an agony aunt and a relationship enthusiast. A relationship enthusiast, meaning Hilda is very passionate, more especially about Niger relationships. Today we're going to talk about something a little different from what I've done in the past and it's not going to be long. It's something I want to discuss and something I want you to go back and sit down and really, really think about. I'm reading this book. Um, I can't remember the title now. Okay, I can. The title is How to Take Your Life Back and it's a book written by uh, a psychologist and a theologian. Yes, yes, okay. So basically, there's this part of the book I find very interesting. It has to do with the story of Narcissus and um, and Echo, you know. Both are from Greek mythology. And that is where the word narcissist comes from, Narcissus. And Echo is still an echo, you know. Echo, as in when you enter an empty room or you go to a hilly area and you call out your name and you get the echo back. Yes, so echo and Narcissus. So the story apparently was that echo had done something wrong and her punishment was that she would never be able to talk to anyone, hold any conversation with anybody except to repeat what the person has said. So... Narcissus also had a problem, did something wrong, and he was also banished to looking at himself and not, you know, looking at the reflection of himself in the stream, and that he wouldn't really be able to also have any kind of communication with anybody. So along the line, they ran into each other, and Echo fell in love with Narcissus, and I think Narcissus too, but every time he said something to her, she would repeat what he said. (laughs) And it went on like that. And all Narcissus Narcissus could do was basically to stare at his image, his reflection in the stream. And that's what he did all day. And that's why you probably hear people say, narcissists are in love with themselves. I'll explain that a little bit further when I'm done with saying. So this went on. And the more Echo showed love towards to uh, her love, the more he stayed at himself and the more she tried all she could to get his attention. So she showered all her love on him, doing things for him, which he really didn't notice. And that brings me to what I want to say. There are a lot of relationships that are like this, where the man is always very concerned with everything that surrounds him. He's concerned about his image. He's concerned about his children, whatever the situation may be, but it's really really all about him. And the best way to get this type of man is to share, uh, you know, just talk about him. The more you talk about him, the more he likes you. At the end of the day, you find that there's really not, he doesn't even really know you. You know a lot more about him. And he's more concerned with the things that you know about him that he is concerned with you. 
So at the end of the day, you'll find that you're showering so much encomiums and giving him compliments, remembering his birthday, and really doesn't care about you. But you think that the more that if you give him more attention, that he will give you more attention. It doesn't work that way. And that's why I guess echo is still echoing up till today. And I don't think any woman wants to be an echo, not to have any other thing to say than to repeat what her husband or her partner has said. Life should be, you know, more enjoyable. Life should be more than that. If he wants an echo, he should just record his voice and play it a hundred times or so. So um, it's something I want you to think about. How is it in your relationship? Are you always playing catch? Are you always trying to reach out to him to convince him that you really love him and doing things that are really hurting you physically, emotionally or financially? Do you feel disconnected? You have no connection with him and the only time you seem to have any connection with him at all is if you bow to his need to be showered with praise and love and all of that. And I'm not going to say, I mean, I, I don't know whether it's factually possible to say that the relationship or marriage, the love should be 50-50 per se. I don't even know if that is measurable, but there should be some level of balance, some fair balance, not necessarily a 50-50 thing because, like I said, we can't measure it. So if you keep, and this goes for the women too, I mean for the men, if you find that you're, you're trying so very hard to please this woman all the time and all she does is just focus on herself and you don't even have any recollections of her bending over at any point in time to do anything nice for you, you know, you just might be in a narcissistic relationship. And it's usually the best to, if you love this person so much, you can try to get them to get help. And if you find that it's not going to be possible, or the person you know does not want to get help, because a narcissist always believes that he or she is perfect as is. What they're, what they're in love with is that image of themselves as grandiose, as the best thing since fried rice or white bread. So the focus will never be on you, and really and truly you'll just be wasting your time. So you keep empowering the narcissist when you fall over and kowtow. The best thing for you and your emotional, what you owe your emotional state is to walk away. Yes, walk away or help to get the narcissist treated. If you feel maybe you can't get any other woman or can't get any other man, and this is your bus stop, well, I wish you all the best. But you must know that at the end of the day, you yourself will need therapy from all the the energy, basically the emotional energy that you'll be using to chase this person. So x-ray your relationship. Remember that even in all the religions, they say you should love your brother, your neighbor as yourself. Nobody said love them more than yourselves. So the first rule in life, the first law of any human being is the, the, the law or the rule of self-preservation. After you've taken care of yourself and loved yourself enough, and I don't think we can even love ourselves enough, but after you've done that, then you can love the next person. You are very, very important, and no one should use you as an emotional rag or emotional shoe polish 
to buffer up how they are feeling. It's important that you feel good about yourself. And I don't think you'll continue to feel good about yourself if you remain in a relationship that is lopsided, where you do all the chasing, all the calling, all the texting, all the WhatsApping. You're the one sending pictures to him or her. You're the one checking her up at work. Is she okay? Has she eaten? And she always forgets to call you back. Or you're the one that knows all everybody's birthday in the family, in her family. And she always forgets your mom's birthday. You know, if it is a marriage, I won't say get a divorce, but you would seriously need to get help for this person. And you'd seriously need to have a sit down, um, a reality talk, you know. So those are my two bits for this morning. Um, I wish you happier. I wish you are happier. I wish you have a happier relationship with or with somebody else and i wish you happy marriages have a beautiful day just before i go as usual if you like romantic fiction poetry and all the other stuff that i do then you should check out my blog the address is www.hildasshoulder.com.ng it is spelled as h-i-l-d-a-s-h-o-u-l-d-e-r Hilda's shoulder is also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh yeah, Hilda's shoulder is also on Pinterest. So check us out, check me out, like me, follow me, and I guess that's it. Enjoy your day.